and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thonia. Today, we are talking about the the Golden Globe winning... Just kidding, guys. Uh, we're talking about The Stand-In, um, which 99% of the reason we watched was for Drew Barrymore, I feel like... <laughs> And that's about all you get. Yeah. I will say, there's a lot of Drew in this. Uh, That's the end of the list of compliments. She's there. She has a pretty good fake nose on for half of the time. That was a fake nose, right? It looked like it. I think so. Cool. Uh, That was pretty good. End of list. (laughs) I I will say, like, if you compare this to... Uh, what's it called? Those those Christmas movies with Vanessa Hudgens. Oh Hudgens. yeah. Um, this is like, this was a more convincing double situation to me. True. Like, even though I knew both characters were Drew Barrymore, I very rarely thought about the fact that they were both Drew Barrymore. Why did um, when you say uh, Vanessa Hudgens' Christmas movie? In regards to doubles, my brain immediately went to A Night Before Christmas or whichever one that one's called. A Night for Christmas. Oh, The Night. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, there's no doubles in that. And then I remembered <laughs> Blonde Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, and it, it all came rushing back in a horrible, yeah, horrible if, memory. It's been a dream you saw Blonde <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens in the I will say, though, like, Jesus. <laughs> at least those... Didn't provoke feelings of disgust in me. Apathy, perhaps. Like but, those, Jesus. Yeah, those movies knew what they were. Yeah. I don't know if this movie ever figured out what it was meant to be. Yeah, was this, um, I don't know if you have this open. Was this labeled a comedy? Because I did not laugh. And in fact, <laughs> I was very uncomfortable for most of it. Uh, I was halfway through, I was like, is this turning into like a thriller? Like, is this just going to turn into single white female? Yep. But then it kept being like, no, we're funny. We're a comedy. Don't worry about it. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was sort of just like a a princess in the pauper situation gone slightly wrong, but not wrong enough to become a crime thriller. Okay. (laughs) So the basic plot, also, before I explain the plot, I just want to say that when I saw the trailer for this, my brain automatically, I don't think I knew what a stand-in was. I thought that this was about a stunt double (laughs) because of all the falls, I think. Yeah. Um, Well, like, that's what's weird. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) A stand-in is just somebody who, like, um, when you're filming something and the actor is, you know, practicing their lines or whatever in hair and makeup, the the DP, the cinematographer needs some person to yeah. shoot to set up lighting. And that's basically, it's supposed to be like same height, um, same weight, same, maybe like complexion. Yeah. Then you throw a wig on the stand and then you're like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird. So we have Drew Barrymore and Drew Barrymore. Uh, 
the stand-in to to shorten the movie. I feel like it can be summed up pretty easily because once it gets started, it's basically just the same thing forever. Yep. It starts with uh, Candy Black is the actress, and then Paula is her stand-in. Candy Black has a, a an issue with taxes and alcohol and has to has go to rehab and, and blinds a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ellie Kemper. Yep. Uh, and she gets her stand in to go to rehab because she's in love with this guy on a carpentry website. Long story. Uh, and then the stand in <laughs> basically takes over her life. Including uh, dating the carpenter, which I was like, why? That was the one part where I was like, there is a way to make these characters likable. Like, and make they can be the assholes <laughs> and, like, do bad things, but still, like, be, pe- like, people you want to see and, like, root for. But instead, she basically, <laughs> like, I don't want to be, like, it's a, it's, it's rape. I don't want to necessarily say that, but every single sex scene with the two of them, I was like, please stop. Please stop. It was, uh, it was very, what's it called? Sierra Burgess? Yes. <laughs> it's like, like, no, don't do that. Why? This isn't romantic or cool. At least this one, I think we're supposed to be like, up. Oh, Paula is the villain at some point, which, um... Okay, I'm going to go on a detour here. There is a movie I watched on Hulu. It is a Victorian murder mystery. So I was like, perfect. Up my fucking alley. Bill Nye is in it. I love him. Uh, Except the whole plot is basically like this, this. It's a rags to riches story. There's this poor girl who was abused basically her whole life. She became an actress. She married this rich guy and then the rich guy died. And the whole thing, you're, she's she's accused of his murder and you're like, holy shit, they, they, she's being framed because obviously someone doesn't like that she's poor and used to be an actress and was abused by, like, everybody in her life. And the end of the movie, I'm going to spoil it because fuck it. This movie is the Limehouse Golem. Don't fucking watch it. Um, <laughs> at the end of the movie, they're like, it was the poor one. She was abused and she went insane and now she murders people. That's what happens when you give the poorest power, people. Yeah. And I got so fucking mad. <laughs> the only reason to watch that movie is because there was a like a 15 second sequence in which they theorize that Karl Marx, because Karl Marx is a character in this movie, how he bludgeoned a dude to death. And that part was fun. But the rest of it, <laughs> I was so mad. So this is kind of that where it's like you have a character that should on paper be sympathetic. Like there, it's like. Wow, look at her. She she's sleeping in her car she's at the beginning. In her car. Yeah, and then like yeah. she gets a chance to make it big and look at her. She's doing it. But then it's like, no. This is what happens when you give the poorest power. It's 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 like Disney Channel-esque like Yeah, like it's like did no one think <laughs> Did no one think like the the subtext like no one thought like maybe we shouldn't do this, but I feel nope. like all they were thinking about, like, this is the vibe I get from this movie. Like, famous people being like, fame is hard. And, you know, mm. like, you want all this stuff, but then when you get it, there it's were- actually not that great. And I'm like, that's a bit. The- yeah. <laughs> There's a lot there- more that yeah. goes on, though. <laughs> By the end, where it's like they've basically switched places, I was like, oh, so it's a perfect ending for everybody. But they're like, no, because 
the cameras are too bright and she goes insane and smashes a guy with a shoe. And I was like, okay, so uh, fuck this. Fuck it, I guess. But there is a specific part with TJ Miller, who, by the way, why are we still casting TJ Miller in things? He did terrible things. Anyways. Wait, which um, character was he? I don't even know. He's Lewis. Uh, It was like, this man is familiar to me. And I looked it up and I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, man. Why are you here? Um, And they had like this whole plot line that was like basically about the internet and cancel culture. Yeah. And like everyone's everyone's changing their name. Like no one's name is their actual name. And like Lewis has this whole speech where he's like. Yeah, we're all fake in Hollywood. She's fake, but she's good at it. And she makes money, which makes her real. And I was like, oh, I fucking get it. Please end. <laughs> end! Yeah, yeah, and then the movie is like, I don't know. Like, the ending felt like question marks all around. <laughs> like, she comes over at, like, I guess this is supposed to be a pivotal moment. But to me, again, I was like, question marks. Where she like comes over and she's like, I need you to act out this scene where I just fall down in a pile of shit. So I can't do it. Yeah. I was like, what's my uh, motivation? <laughs> it also, uh, I was thinking about, I was like, so they're on set somewhere and she's like, okay, hold up. And she like drives to Brooklyn and then like has this conversation with Ken and then drives back and is like, okay, I'm ready now. Like she was gone for like minimum in what three universe? hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in what? I think if I was anywhere on set, I'd be like, well, she's relapsed. Okay. Who do we have else to like do reshoots? And also they have like a, a specific moment when she shows up on set where they're like, this is your stand in. And they have this girl who's smiling in a very yeah. terrifying way. And they're just like, she's not making eye contact with her. And I was like, this is weird. And I don't like, I'm just supposed to be like, Paula's an asshole, which she is. But you know what? So is Candy. Everyone's an asshole. Everyone's an asshole. But at least Candy. Well, you know what? I was going to say at least she's not hurting anybody, but she hurt me with the amount of weird carpentry (laughs) sex talk her and the Steve, what's his face, did. I was... Based, it just went over my head. It made me (laughs) uncomfortable. So there's a bit really early on where I was like, "Oh, we're not supposed to like Steve." Um, (laughs) It was specifically because his password was "Shakers give me wood," and I was like, "That was actually the only part of the movie that I found funny, and I found (laughs) it funny because it was just so incredibly unbelievable." I hated it so much. As if not like. Come on, we're all using the Chrome auto-generated password. Yeah, like, your password is like seven, <laughs> seven capital H. Yeah, like who the fuck has a password that's a sentence? Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, like all her guesses were just insane. Like her first guess was just his name. I've never even <laughs> thought of that as a password. That's the worst I would put fucking password, password one before I yeah. tried that. Like, yeah, my password is Steve Grady. Um, There was also, like, a lot near the end of moments where they'd be having these conversations and all of a sudden, like, a group of young adults would show up and be like, can I have a selfie? Actually, the selfie thing was throughout the thing, but it happened a lot near the end to be like, do you get it? 
fame isn't all it was it's cracked up to be and i'm like oh god yeah being asked to take a <laughs> selfie by teenagers is just life ruining <laughs> oh <laughs> so fucking hard yeah i'm gonna go sleep in my car again so i don't have to get pictures yeah i mm-hmm. like it's just ridiculous also there's just like basic structural problems to this movie like they in that it has no structure <laughs> that um i'm specifically thinking the beginning there's like a problem with not setting things up before you're just told them so like her first conversation with steve over the phone at the beginning i was like is she not into carpentry because there's nothing around her she's packing a suitcase and i was like so and she's like, yeah, I just finished a table. I'm like, is she lying? Are there no tables? Does she not like, know? Where? Show me Yeah, the and then it like shows up <laughs> later on. But I was like, oh, I assumed that was a lie. That You waited a long time to show me that. And I don't think it was on purpose. It was just like, oh, we forgot to take that shot. Whoops. Uh, and there's like, re- the rehab bit goes by so like... fast. And I thought that was most of the movie. Oh, dude. Most of... I feel like they had those, like, Spongebob, like, ten hours later things, like, so many Mm. times, so many times. I was kind of like, I I feel like stuff that happened in between that time mattered. And that goddamn (laughs) font, that fancy-ass font. It stressed me out I so bad. I, I also was making jokes about the when the credits came up. I was like, yeah. ah. <laughs> which the director of this is the director of But I'm a Cheerleader, which is an iconic film. What the fuck happened since then? God I damn. You like this just got this movie got chopped up into the oh, yeah. weirdest little creation of all time. I assume this is not the end product they all desired just because yeah. like how how could it be right <laughs> it's yeah i was like at the end i was like what was the point like i i you could see it's it's a very frustrating movie and i have this sometimes like the hallmark movies i'm like they know what they are they're not aiming for a lot and <laughs> they do it they accomplish it cuz they set the bar low this yeah. i feel like it like set the bar pretty high and then tripped over it and completely fell on its face and now there is no bar i have no idea what the fuck this is it was, like, it was per the style of the character it's all just yeah. a meta a meta reference but it's like you're doing you're doing too much either it had and to do like a nothing. parasite like turn halfway through and be like no this is a horror movie now <laughs> and be like okay or you go more comedy, but it was doing this weird dramedy, yeah. but like you hate everybody. Uh, and it, uh, bleh. the only person I liked was Barbara, it. and she said nothing. <laughs> she basically was there for five minutes. I was just like, I feel I like Barbara's vibes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bar. Ugh. I did mm. feel like, like, I don't know. Also, if this was a story you wanted to. I feel like there are better characters, better plots that could have been explored. Because, like, it is like a... I don't know. I'm having flashbacks to this horrible, terrible horror movie I watched that was about, like, social media influencers being murdered. Wait, yes. I've seen this on Shudder, the preview. I haven't watched it. Yeah. And, like, this, in some ways, 
was just like I felt like plot wise it was a similar thing but at least I don't know like something about that movie I like knew it was terrible it was terrible the whole time and then it ended terribly but it felt you know it was like consistent That's that's the thing. It's, this kind of movie is frustrating because it's like you. This could have been inter- yeah. like good. This you have could a have been actress. interesting. You clearly have a baller yeah. budget. Like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just remembered they paid Megan McCain huh? to be in this. I'm so mad about that. She showed. Yes, she <laughs> during the interview segment. Uh, I was like, oh my god. We're giving money to everybody, but like, especially her. And she had the joke where she was like, wow, I guess you're not like the liberal elite. And I was like, oh, oh I fucking yeah, hate I you, Megan. <laughs> and also Lena Dunham showed up and that made me irrationally angry too. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, go away. <laughs> just like everyone who just showed up for a cameo, except for the old dude at the beginning who's like, I thought was going to come back later because he had an extended bit at the acting actors like audition place. I don't know what the fuck those are called where he's like, you Paula, you think you're better than the rest of us. (laughs) And I was like, oh, he's going to come back in a climactic. He never comes back. I was like, okay, fuck that. then. Fuck it. Only three (laughs) characters or no, I guess there are like four characters. And it's the two Drew Barrymore's. And Lewis. TJ Miller. Yeah, fuck him. And the love interest. Fuck guy, him. Who like also was giving me serious um oh what is that show called? Uh the Canadian comedy. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I don't it's know. Super famous Canadian <laughs> comedy. Oh Letter Kenny? No. It's the, <laughs> it's one, the that, first like, one I thought. Ah, uh, Creek. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, the dude who the the sister in Shit's Creek falls for, who's sort of like a rugged local man. Like that was the vibe I was getting from this dude. And then he was like, "By the way, I got canceled for being on a, a statue of a child." <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I will be. Uh, I, I, I'll say that part <laughs> did sort of make me laugh in a. Yeah, it would suck for that to be your life. Yeah. But, like... Well, it doesn't get enough attention. It's, like, briefly mentioned and then, like, mentioned once more. And that's it. Yeah. He gave me... I'm looking up the actor. He was in The Invitation and also Game of Thrones. What the fuck is... Michael Huseman. Nope. I don't know if that was right. He was in the invitation. The invi- no, he's giving me that this guy's vibes, but like a shorter, a shorter oh. version. <laughs> but the entire time, yeah, oh, and Orphan Black. He was Cal and Orphan Black. Sorry, I just, I'm just remembering that. So like, I'm getting oh. vibes of this guy from that guy, except that guy fucks on carpentry, uh, and like <laughs> talks about the Shakers too it's much. Ruined him for everyone. Well, it was to a point where I'm like. That Why I weird. I'm like they said shakers to the point where it didn't feel like a real word anymore. I was like, it feels also, like, like you think this is the funniest thing in the world, but it's why not. Why even be into shakers when you could be into Quakers? 
facts. Really? <laughs> Quakers are like uh, the 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 more legit version of shakers. I, I don't fuck with the Quakers. They, <laughs> they make oatmeal and shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, there it was. It was just a weird time. It was like a very. I don't know. It did feel like it got close to almost having a plot and characterization, but then got distracted by random plot points that they wanted in there that didn't actually work very well. Oh, I also I straight up thought that um, Candy died multiple points because it felt like that's where they were going, but they kept being like, nope, she's alive. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, okay. So... I thought what the twist was going to be really early on, the first moment where she, like, leaves to go meet Steve, I was convinced that Candy died because she checks in on her. She's not moving. She's lying in bed. There's, like, pill bottles and little alcohol, like, bottles around her. And I was like, ah, so she's dead. And then she comes back and she's alive. And I was like, oh, never mind. Uh, and then also, and she drugged her and dumped her in the garden. The, it's a massive house. You couldn't find a nice closet for her. Jesus Christ. Or at least like a bathroom. So yeah, she, just put her in a bathtub. Yeah, I, mm, Paula's, oh, I hate Paula. Um, it, I, I mean, I don't like anybody, but that was the point where I was like, oh, she's evil. She's like, she doesn't give a shit about people. There's not a moment where she feels like the slightest bit of doubt or like remorse. It, Sorry, being a <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Um, but yeah, and it's also like I get that I, what this movie I think is going for is like satire because the whole thing <laughs> with like, oh yeah, that's what it's going for for sure. Or Paula's like. I need to like you're a, a like an amazing actress, and all of the acting we is know, like yeah. falling over and go and the saying the catchphrase, which is "hit me where it hurts," and uh, and she didn't even want to be an actress. She wasn't even an actress on the original set. She was like a carpenter, and then she randomly was chosen to act in a thing. Like it wasn't even her thing at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just so many questions. So it's like so few answers. I like like I so uh, is funny. This is funny. This is funny. I don't. I legitimately funny, don't know. Like weird. <laughs> Although um, I have to shout out all the reviews on Letterboxd for this that basically all had the same joke, and it was this is what happened to Avril Lavigne. That made me laugh more than anything in the movie. Good job, guys. That was also something I thought of <laughs> and made me think, like, wow, this is just proof that, like, random internet conspiracies have more creativity. <laughs> yeah, actually, I there could have been a whole subplot where people are like, did Candy Black <laughs> die? That would have been, been funny. Uh, yeah, that would have lots of opportunities. Uh. Like Wait, that. I have to look this up because I also have a note from like the very like before stuff started. Uh, this is made by the bubblegum people. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Wrigley's bubblegum people. Wrigley's um bubblegum was like one of the logos at the beginning. Wrigley's Media Group. So does this bubblegum company like? 
a branch of the bubblegum company? <laughs> because I have questions if so. Okay, wait, I'm on their website. Uh, do they just have the that same name? So but their their logo was someone popping bubblegum. So I was like, so they're... Oh, Jesus. Their description is... Are they just reference? We provide edible content. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to just dunk on well, these people, but I don't know if this was the most edible content <laughs> I could have seen. Yeah. Um, oh. ooh, now I just want to see if they they have this on their um, site because why is Shake Shack here? <laughs> but, okay, that's diving oh, into shaker. more <laughs> <laughs> Shaker Shack. <laughs> I it, that that too is a joke they could have made. Come on. <laughs> and also, I just want to say carpentry stresses me out because whenever people like touch wood that hasn't been varnished, I'm like, I would get fifty million splinters just so fast. Um. Also, is it a thing that if you're doing carpentry, you just have like entire tree branches that aren't that big just hanging out in your like workspace? Because that looked insane. I was like, I don't think you can do anything with those. She just has, like, trees in her workspace. Also, why did that part of her house look like it was a haunted house from the 1800s that hadn't been touched in, like, 50 years? I just... <laughs> I have so many questions. And most of them are, why? Like, a lot... I watched the trailer again afterwards because I was like, there was something in the trailer. <laughs> feel something. I was like, there was something in the trailer that made me think this was a movie I'd enjoy or at least, like, would get a kick out of. Uh, and it wasn't just Drew Barrymore, although she is the draw. Uh, and the, the trailer really makes you think this is gonna be, like, a slapstick, funny, like... Or just, like, maybe cheap laughs, but, like, a ha-ha, ha-ha-ha-ha. There are no there ha are no ha -has. <laughs> um, And are also, no ha -has. the people in the comments <laughs> are not having it. Like, everyone is comparing this to an Adam Sandler movie. And then I started thinking about that uh, Jack and Jill movie. And I think Jack and Jill might be an overall more pleasant experience than watching this because at least in Jack and Jill there's Al Pacino for most of the movie trying to fuck Adam Sandler and at least that's funny but like I got nothing out of this uh, they were just missing Al Pacino this movie could have been good listen I would have honestly taken like there was that, that sequence where there were all the cameos of the talk show hosts, but the rest of the movie felt super empty of, like, people. I think it's because we're spending a lot of time yeah. in that giant-ass house with just two Drew Barrymores. But, like, I was like, where it felt miserable <laughs> and, like, misery. Like, literally, she was going to take Candy out back and break her kneecaps with a hammer. I've not seen a red misery. I mean, <laughs> it could have been of like, like you were saying before, like they could have gone a sort of, um, God, I can't remember the name of anything movie where the guy's dead and they put sunglasses on him and they like Ooh, carry him around. Uh, a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. It could have been like that, but instead it, they tried to be like, 
felt maybe or something it was supposed to be like it felt like it was gonna lure you in with like this is a comedy i promise you and then it was like haha this is actually a sharp drama about the human condition and what it means to be <laughs> famous and i'm like okay but don't lie to me like that and also it's not doing either one of those so yeah. you failed as a basic uh -huh. at a basic level it's also, like, if we really want to talk about, like, the pain of fame, I think there are a lot of other, like, there's a lot of subject matter there. With, yeah. Like, young stars, that kind of thing, exploitation. But I guess they didn't want to get into anything too dark. But it was also, like, how do you keep this light? Like, like yeah. she, she has drug problems and doesn't go to rehab. And just fortunately for her, she happens to fall in love with the the perfect carpenter man and achieve her carpenter dreams. But like, wh when, where, That's the who? thing though, <laughs> is the carpentry thing shouldn't have been as much of the movie as it was. Cause it's a total fucking distraction from the point. It's like, uh, what's it called? Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's like several ways you could have done that. Um, I, I've, at the beginning what I thought was going to happen when she's like sending her off to rehab was like she just run off with this guy and fuck off and then she um, Paula has to just like she's left alone so she's just like well guess it's me now and just has to like kind of do it on the fly like that I expected more hijinks basically instead what I got yeah. was sadness um, and yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> It wasn't fun because they kept saying things that were like worded and timed like they were supposed to be jokes. Did I laugh? I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I just don't know. This made me sad. <laughs> uh, also, another theme on the Letterboxd reviews was this is what Netflix gave us instead of another season of Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know why I said Santa like that. Right. Um, but true, though. I, that show actually was funny. Yeah, I'm going to just sit here and be sad about that now. Uh, I'm <laughs> just like, just give me another thing to be sad about. I'll just collect I'm just them all. Like, I, I'm just miserable on all fronts that we got this, that we could have gotten another season of Santa Clarita Diet. Uh <laughs> what could have been I hated this so much oh. I also am like curious I feel like the most interesting thing about this is like if we were a stand in on the movie The Stand In mm. like that would be in, like oh my god give me so a meta. documentary about The Stand Wait, in I movie. actually that is something that I kept thinking about because there were several scenes with the two Drew Barrymores where it was very obvious that it was only one Drew Barrymore and a person in a wig because you never saw the face until the, the sh it was like a shot reverse shot. And like in one of the half of the shots, you just never saw the face and then it flipped and you, now you only saw the other one. And I was like, it's what like, the fuck are you even it's a doing? Weird meta, like it's a weird meta thing, but like, but I feel like they could have played with more of, Add some comedy, maybe. Yeah, I think it would have been funny so. <laughs> if if you're gonna do that and make a commentary about like the stand, like the meta stand-in for the stand-in, like do that the whole movie. They did it at the beginning, and then they have like I don't know Drew Barrymore fake wrestling another Drew Barrymore, uh, and you see both of their faces, so it's like okay, 
good job. It's two Drew Barrymore's. Like in the in some of the <laughs> scenes, just have it be like a completely different person. Like there's a that would be funny. I forget Damn. what movie it's in, but there's a movie where like like one of the the comedy like I can't think jokes. I'm thinking of the word jokes is like. <laughs> One of the comedy. One of the comedy bits. Um, one of the jokes is like uh, the, this actress who's like a small white woman gets on a motorcycle to like show a cool trick, and then all of a sudden, like in the next shot, in her place is just a large black man who like does the shot in the same <laughs> outfit, and then like she gets off the bike and takes off her helmet, and it's her again, and <laughs> she's just oh, like, "Look at me." See, that's fucking funny. But like, oh. I had no joy in this. No joy. Or. <laughs> or even like shows where they like they throw someone off a building and it's like very clearly it's like, a floppy not dummy a real yeah just yeah it's a flo- oh my like God. it doesn't it's even like move like a hu- yeah it's like that weighs like twenty pounds it's just like lightly flapping in the wind as it goes down. <laughs> yeah it's like the wind is blowing it as it falls yeah like, like maybe oh, give this movie like a fourth of its budget and I think you have a better movie. <laughs> Because if you yeah. had to do practical effects to work around the fact that you have one actress in the place of two people, then I think you automatically have at least a more interesting movie to look at. Because as yeah. it was, I didn't give a shit <laughs> about anybody. Except... Yeah, give us a meta comedy. Yeah, kind of for Steve, because I was like, he's being deceived and like defrauded and basically assaulted every time they hook up. Uh, but, but like... And, like he- yeah. Even him, I was like, by the end, I was just like, okay. He. So you didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he didn't. He really didn't you realize. Okay. He was just like, this woman knows nothing about carpentry, and I guess I'm just okay with that, and I will never question it until it is explicitly brought to my attention. I was like, Steve, apparently you're a fucking moron. And at the end, he's like, I thought you were just different. It's like she clearly hasn't read shit. She doesn't know fuck all about the Shakers. Yeah, also, like, he has the whole moment of saying, like, you know, his important moment of being like, I'm not actually, this isn't my real name. I've gone through I'm shit Larry. Too. Yeah. yeah, and, like, he has it with Paula and not the actual Candy. Yeah, he, he and never when he meets her, he's just like, I'm Steve, also Larry. And she just, like, she's like, I don't need to ask for more. <laughs> we're good Larry just cause we the audience know doesn't mean the characters know <laughs> I um, but then you can just speed through time and it doesn't matter cause a year has passed and who knows what happened in that year <laughs> I also may have blacked out at this point it was early on but I, I would think I was annoyed so I may have just not paid attention um if he logged into his account on carpentry.com or whatever the fuck it was wouldn't he be able to see that he sent a message that was like I'll never want to talk to you again I have a wife question yeah, mark that is never addressed <laughs> okay cool because <laughs> she's addressed. just like here's my new phone number and I guess he just never goes on carpentry.com ever again even though why, that seems to have been a, to, right? an important yeah, website yeah found his woman through it which is clearly what that website's for so obviously <laughs> yeah yeah just like, uh, what is, is it Hinge? That's like, we're, we're oh, if you don't designed to be deleted. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff, fun stuff. Like, I, mm, <laughs> it's 
one of those movies where like I feel like there's some movies that are bad, but you end up not thinking about how bad it is because yeah. the shit's happening and you're distracted. And then afterwards, you're like, wow, that was bad. But this one, like you felt it the whole time. Yeah, because they're going for like awkward long comedy where it's like it's awkward and like the comedy is how long you're just sitting with it but like it gave me too much time it it also like it gave me too much time to be like this doesn't make any sense and I actually hate what's happening right now as opposed (laughs) to like it's always sunny in Philadelphia which like throws jokes so fast at you or like situations that you're just like constantly like what the fuck that's also a good example because everyone in that show is fucking awful yeah but you still like watching them or you like see them fuck up (laughs) They have the balance of, like, behind the scenes being organized and what they want to do. Yeah. And then being chaotic little shits on camera. There's setups <laughs> and payoffs. And yeah, the jokes have been thought about or at least, like, set up for good improv, you know? There's, yeah, if I think of, like, all the memes that have come out of It's Always Sunny... There's no good memes that have come out of this movie. I don't know why I'm using that as a barometer, but there's no good memes. We couldn't find one if we looked. No, but it's true, though. There are really no standout moments in this movie at all. Like, even, like, the climactic... I feel like it was supposed to be a climactic moment because of the way it was shot and at the moment of time it took place in the film. But I was, like... The part where they're yelling at each other on a Brooklyn sidewalk? And then, yeah. yeah. The whole that time was I was just trying to figure out if Steve lived in a brownstone because then uh, Paula's <laughs> entire thing where she's like, you live in a shoebox and I live in a mansion. I'm like, bitch, you lives in a Go. brownstone. You were sleeping in your car like, I don't know how long ago, honestly, because the time jumps, but like not that long ago. So. And also like he lives alone. Yeah. That's, that's good in New York. <laughs> God damn it. I'm. He doesn't have 10 roommates? Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it kind of seems like he's doing just fine. Yeah. You know? Also, your house is stupid and ugly, and I don't like it. It's Victorian and haunted. Actually, Trump Victorian man. and haunted are, like, <laughs> pluses in my book. So, yeah, it's kind of just, like, tacky. But... <laughs> if it was haunted, things would be different. But it's I, not, <laughs> so it's useless. <laughs> if randomly in the middle of this movie there was just a ghost, I would have loved it i would have been like here we go finally I added a star to my review <laughs> <laughs> the ghost is also drew barrymore see like i feel like i'm like, losing this my could have been a christmas whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know but honestly um, uh the people on youtube who compare this to adam sandler it makes sense in that uh adam sandler movies also feel like he's just kind of hanging out with his friends and all the cameos really did make it feel like she was like here's my buddy my buddy's gonna be on set for like two lines goodbye buddy you will never come back uh it was just like okay never really here (laughs) yeah okay all right sure yeah it ends up creating like kind of empty experience (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna remember almost anything from this movie in like an hour uh i think the one thing i will remember is that i didn't like it so (laughs) yeah i've moved on to spanish horror movie to recover (laughs) Nice. Uh, yeah, I feel like this... Um, well, I was going to say this would be better as a horror movie, but you can literally just watch some single white female. So, <laughs> go or, nuts. Uh, what's it called? The Roommate. Or yeah. 
this is like so a genre. Yeah. Yeah, this is a genre. And like, this is definitely the most tame. For, well, I don't know. It's like halfway between single white female and princess and the pauper. And I can't decide if it's good or bad. <laughs> but. You know what? Instead of watching this movie, watch Barbie Princess and the Pauper, a cinematic masterpiece that is a musical that there has will be more CGI payoff. acting. <laughs> it has you one of the see a best villains. <laughs> it has one of the best villains in any Barbie movie. Preminger, Speaking. a queer little man who we love. He's awful. I love him. Um, you know but what? You like want to see a cat? Do choreography? Okay. <laughs> like Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse has more comedic payoff than this movie. That that is a funny online show <laughs> for children. This is really devolved. I feel like this movie made my brain turn to mush. I'm losing my goddamn mind. It's okay, wild, what are we doing like... next? <laughs> I feel like you grow up on, on Spongebob and you're ready for anything, but then you watch this movie and you're like, man, Spongebob was really funny, huh? Yeah, Spongebob was written. <laughs> it's just like some other stuff that I didn't fully appreciate was actually really funny. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're giving up on comedy um, for, for next week or in two weeks because yes. we're going to switch to documentary. Yes. And there's going to be nothing funny about it. Yes! Um, it's serious. It's about murder. It's called Why Did You Kill Me? And I really don't know anything else about it except that it's a documentary. And I assume someone died because it's called Why Did You Kill Me? Yep. That so makes that's sense. what I'm going off of. Um, I am but, so excited because I'm, yes. I feel like even the worst documentaries, if you just tell me a story, that's all we need. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, if you're just I, like, this is, here's all the facts about a murder. I'm like, I'm there. Tell me. Tell me everything. Yeah, it's just the YouTube content I watch now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But no, for real, it's, it's, it'll almost definitely be a lot better than this standard. And, you know, true life events, they just, they naturally carry, carry some weight. Yep. And. I, I think this, if there's... This was the lightest movie we could have ever watched. The, yeah, oh my God. Like, so light, it, it's not purchasing on any part of my brain. If there's uh, any good things I can say about this, it's that Drew Barrymore got her money. And you know what? Amen. <laughs> That's... Like, I'm happy for her. <laughs> her specifically, and only her. Her specifically, Yeah. Good for her. Everyone else, what were you doing? <laughs> yep. I mean, I just, I have to assume that, like, this all comes down to, like, some executives who were like, we need to make this shorter, cut some stuff, and then it got ruined. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it didn't, like, seem to have great legs in the first place to stand on. Yeah, it feels like the, this would have, oh. <laughs> like, the script had too many sections that were, like, improv here, and then, like, things just kind of devolved during shooting, and then at the end, it was, like how the fuck do we edit this together? And they kind of just slapped it. And we're like, well, that's as good as it's getting. And Well, my my fear is that this was all purposefully written. Well, and... here's the thing of that, my theory, <laughs> is in the trailer, 
everything is rearranged and there's specific lines that are completely different than what's in the movie in a, you did like multiple takes of this one line to have like a a variety of jokes. Uh, And I will say uh, the the line in the trailer was worse than what was in the movie. So good. You cut it. (laughs) But. Oh man. So if you've learned anything from this podcast episode, guys, don't watch this movie. No. Um, unless you want to give Drew Barrymore her money, in which case it can play in the background while you do something. Watch else. Santa Clarita <laughs> Diet. Just put the whole yeah. thing on loop and maybe we'll get nope, we're not getting another but like maybe, but no. But maybe. It'll at least help you mentally recover. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh god, that show is so fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> What a great, hilarious I'm movie. I'm sad again. <laughs> Man, well, what, should we try to glean some semblance of advice from this? <laughs> Don't be a poor, because if you are, you'll be evil. A grand doer. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> if you are rich, you will become a carpenter like Jesus. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, good lesson. <laughs> lesson so hopefully we'll learn something a little more useful in two weeks when we watch at the very least some hot tips on not how not to die maybe yeah and you know the the spreading of some good knowledge of the dangers of our reality (laughs) it's hard being famous guys (laughs) did you did you ever think about that it's hard yeah you know what's harder than being famous being murdered (laughs) so (laughs) yep so we'll see you next week (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we've learned all we can from the stand-in. Oh my God. It was not a lot, but we we got it. We learned that we don't want to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) That was the biggest lesson. (laughs) That's enough of that. (laughs) And yeah, so final reminder, in two weeks, talking about a documentary, Why Did You Kill Me? Um, I don't know where. Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Netflix. We will find it one way or another and uh until then bye no improvement